0: حمدًا كثيرًا طيبًا مباركًا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدًا عبده ورسوله الناصح الامين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته الى يوم الدين. All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, in this episode of Everyday Sunnah, Ustad Abu Yusuf Khalifa, may Allah reward him tremendously, he tackles a very important topic a very important topic that each and every one of us need to concern ourselves with and to check ourselves as relates to it. And this is a part of the ongoing series, From Darkness to Light, The Journey into Islam. The topic of this week's episode is, Who is a Muslim? who is a muslim it's very important in it الحمد, he highlights some very key characteristics of the muslim as found inside of the quran and inside of the sunnah ta'ala, this topic is most vital for each and every one of us those of us who are seeking to live their best islamic life very important because in order for us to be that good muslim we have to know what are the characteristics of the Muslims so that we may adorn ourselves with them. But you know, without further ado, I will leave you to today's episode. Inna
1: alhamdulillah, <laughs> wa 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 billahi min anfusina wa min من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم اما بعد بكم جميعا We welcome you, noble guests, brothers and sisters, to another episode of Everyday Sunnah. And in this episode, the focus is going to be on who is the Muslim? And without a doubt, this topic is extremely important. Based upon the statement of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu taqullaha haqqa tuqati, walla tamutunna illa wa antum Muslim. All you who believe, fear Allah with the right that he should, he should be feared with, and do not die unless you are Muslims. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He commands the believers first and foremost to fear Him with the right that He subhanahu wa ta'ala is to be feared with. And Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, radiyallahu an, as has come in the books of tafsir, that He said, Yut'a'a fala that Allah is to be obeyed. And he's not to be disobeyed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to be remembered, and he's not to be forgotten. And Allah is to be thanked and shown gratitude. And we're not to be ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah commands the believers. To fear him, the right that he is to be feared with. And then after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions and do not die unless you are Muslims. Do not die unless you are Muslims. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this commandment. We should not die unless we are Muslims. And the meaning of this, فيكم, is that we should not die unless we are upon the deen of Islam. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions in the deen and Islam. Indeed, the deen with Allah is Islam. The deen with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Islam. Also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions. And whoever desires a deen, a religion, a way of life other than Islam, it will never be accepted from him. And then in the hereafter, he will be from amongst the losers. So these verses establish that if a person is practicing a deen, a religion, a way of life other than Islam If a person is other than a Muslim, then this will not be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So therefore we see the extreme importance of being a Muslim of living one's life as a Muslim Who is the Muslim? When we speak about the Muslim and who is the Muslim Linguistically, the word has the meaning of one who submits But legislatively, the one who submits to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when we think about the word Muslim or the Muslims, first and foremost, what should come to mind is that the prophets and the messengers, all of them, they were Muslims. All of the prophets and the messengers, they were Muslims. There are many places in the Quran where this point is established. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He mentions in Surah Al-Baqarah, verse one hundred and thirty-six. Qulu amanna bilahi <laughs> wama unzila ilaina wama unzila ila ibrahim wa isma'il wa ishaq wa yaqub wal asbat wama utiya musa Waisa isa wama utiya Nebiyum nabiyyu min rabbihim la nufarriqu bayna ahadin minhum wa nahnu lahu muslimun Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says say we believe in Allah And that which has been revealed to us, and that which has been revealed to Ibrahim, and Ismail, and Ishaq, and Ya'qub, and the Asba'at, and that which was given to Musa, or that which Musa was given, and Isa, and that which was given to the Prophets from their Lord. We do not distinguish between anyone from amongst them, and we are Muslims to Allah. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us to believe in Him and to believe in the revelations, the books that He revealed to the respective Prophets and the Messengers. And then He mentions that we do not distinguish between mean we believe in all of them. We believe in all of the Prophets and the Messengers. We do not say, as an example, Moses is a prophet, but Jesus is not a prophet, as the way of the yuhud. We do not say Moses and Jesus, they are both prophets, but Muhammad, he's not a prophet, as with the Christians. We as Muslims, we believe in all of the prophets. And in believing in them, we follow their way. And if we are Muslims, for sure they are Muslims. For they are the leaders of mankind. So a part of being a Muslim, a Muslim is the one who believes in Allah. And what is meant by believing in Allah? To believe that Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala alone is the creator of the heavens and the earth, the provider for the inhabitants of the heavens and the earth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone is the one who controls all of the affairs in the universe. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone is the one who controls life and death. We believe in the lordship of Allah and that Allah is one and unique in his lordship. We believe in the beautiful names and the lofty attributes of Allah. Allah is the all-knowing. Allah is the all-wise. Allah is the all-aware. Allah is the all-hearing. Allah is the all-seeing. From the names of Allah and the most greatest of the names, Allah. And this name is only for him, Subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one has the right to call themselves Allah. This is a part of the belief of the Muslim. Allah is Ar-Rahman, the most merciful. Allah is Ar-Rahim, the bestower of mercy. Allah is Al-Karim, the most generous and kind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Alim, the all-knowing, as was mentioned. Allah is Al-Basir, the all-seeing. Allah is As-Sami', the all-hearing. Allah is Al-Khabir, the all-aware. And other than that, from the beautiful names, which all entail lofty attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we believe in Allah's oneness and uniqueness in this affair. And based upon those two matters, we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone has the right to be worshipped. And this is the meaning of La ilaha illallah, the statement of faith the statement of sincerity, the statement of monotheism, which every prophet and messenger called to and lived upon. All prophets and messengers, they were Muslims. All prophets and messengers were upon la ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah. Also being a Muslim is that we believe in what Allah has revealed to the prophets and messengers. And in believing in the scriptures, the previous scriptures, meaning the original Torah, the original Torah that was revealed to Musa, the original Injil that was revealed to Isa, the suhuf of Ibrahim and the revelations that were given to the other prophets and messengers, we believe in it all. And we believe in them. And we do not acknowledge some prophets and then deny other prophets. This goes against being a Muslim in the Islamic creed. So we believe in all of the Prophets, the first of them being the Prophet Adam and the last of them being the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, and everyone that's in between. And we establish and we say openly that we are Muslims. We are the ones who submit to the legislative will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala willingly and freely and we do so out of love for our Creator and Lord we do so seeking the reward of our Creator and Lord Allah and we do so fearing the punishment and the wrath of our Creator and Lord Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions قل يا اهل الكتاب تعالوا الى كلمة سواء بيننا وبينكم ان نعبد الا الله ولا نشرك به شيئا ولا يتقض بعضنا بعضا اربابا من مسلمون الله commands the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, to say to the Jews and the Christians, oh, people of the book, let's come to a common word between us and between you, that we will not worship anyone except for Allah. Meaning we only gonna worship the creator. we are not gonna worship anything or anyone from creation, regardless if it is a prophet, that has been sent, or an angel that is near to Allah, we will not worship anyone except for Allah. And we do not associate anything as partners with him. And we do not take each other as Lords besides Allah. We do not say, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We do not say, our Lord Moses, or our Lord Prophet Muhammad. We don't say these things. Allah, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the Almighty, He is our Lord. He is the one who created us and brought us into existence. Not Prophet Muhammad, وسلم, not the Prophet Jesus, السلام, nor the Prophet Moses, or any other Prophet. So we will not take each other as lords besides Allah. And if they turn away, this is what Allah, he says to the Prophet Muhammad and to the Muslims. If they turn away from this invite, an invite to pure monotheism that is free from polytheism. If they turn away from this invite, then say to them, bear witness that we are Muslims, meaning bear witness that we are the ones who submit to Allah and worship Allah alone. If y'all don't want to submit to worshiping the Creator alone and you want to make partners with the Creator and worship prophets or worship angels or worship statues or cows and other than that, bear witness that we are Muslims, bear witness that we do not worship anyone or anything except for Allah. This is what it means to be a Muslim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions, ما كان إبراهيم يهوديا ولا نصرانيا ولكن كان حنيفا مسلما وما كان من المشركين Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions an extremely important point And this is a message for the world, for the religions of the world Especially the people of the book The Jews and the Christians Allah, he says, and Abraham, Ibrahim, Abraham He was not a Jew, he was not a Christian However, he was a monotheist, and he was a Muslim, and he was not from amongst the polytheists. The prophet Abraham was not a Jew because he's before the prophet Moses. So he cannot be from the tribe of Judah, nor was he from the Nasara because he's also before the prophet Jesus. So he can't be considered a follower of the Prophet Jesus. However, he was a monotheist, and he was a Muslim. Someone may say, "Wait, so you saying that he is a follower of Prophet Muhammad because Prophet Muhammad is a Muslim, Sallallahu Wasallam?" No, we say that Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Wasallam is a follower of the Prophet Abraham following the way of his father as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions to the Prophet Muhammad kana and then we reveal to you, O Muhammad, to follow the way of Ibrahim, who was a monotheist and he was not from amongst the polytheists. The prophet Abraham is known as the father of the prophets. So we say to the people of the book, the Jews and the Christians, if you are truly connected to the prophet Abraham, you truly follow the prophet Abraham, then be a Muslim. Be one who submits to the legislative will of Allah. And being a Muslim, And this time it means to follow the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam being that he is the last prophet and messenger to all of mankind. And there are many other places in the Quran where the word Muslim is mentioned or Muslimun is mentioned. We move on now to some of the prophetic traditions as it relates to who is the Muslim. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu ﷺ, he mentioned, Al-Muslim man salima al-Muslimoona min lisanihi wa yadihi wal muhajir man hajarah manaha Allahu adhi This narration is in the Sahih of Imam al-Bukhari. The Prophet Wasallam mentioned that the Muslim is the one who other Muslims are safe from his tongue and from his hand. And the one who migrates is the one who migrates away from that which Allah has forbidden. Here, the Prophet Alaihi Wasallam is now mentioning some of the characteristics of the Muslim. And this is added on top of the foundation of faith. The foundation of faith. The origin of being a Muslim is to believe in Allah. To believe in all of the Prophets. And this includes Prophet Muhammad to believe in the revelation of Allah. This is the foundation. Now, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam here in this narration is mentioning like the branches of Islam and the characteristics of Islam. And these characteristics that are going to be mentioned, if a Muslim fails to possess this characteristic, it doesn't necessarily mean that that Muslim is not a Muslim anymore, but it definitely means that there is a deficiency in the person's practice of Islam And this part is more so directed towards the Muslim brothers and sisters enlightening one as it relates to what are the mannerisms of the Muslim What makes the person to be a good Muslim this is something that every Muslim should be concerned with. Okay, we've entered into the fold of Islam. As Allah, He mentions, fi وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا الشَّيْطَانِ إِنَّهُ لَكُمْ مُّبِينَ All you who believe, enter into Islam in its entirety. It's a commandment to be Muslims, to enter into the fold of Islam in its entirety. Meaning do everything you have the ability to do from the good and noble practices of Islam. And do not follow the footsteps of the shaitan. Don't follow the footsteps of the devil. Why? Indeed, he is an open enemy to you. So the first of the characteristics we want to cover is that the Muslim is one who other Muslims are safe from his tongue and from his hand. Safe from his tongue Meaning that the Muslim doesn't say bad things about another Muslim The Muslim doesn't slander his Muslim brother Or one's Muslim sister The Muslim doesn't backbite another Muslim The Muslim does not verbally abuse another Muslim Or curse another Muslim As the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, he mentioned سِبَابُ الْمُسْلِمْ فُسُوقُ Fighting a Muslim is corruption. Waqitalahul kufr. Excuse me. Sibabul Muslim fusuq. Waqitalahul kufr. Verbally abusing the Muslim is corruption. And fighting the Muslim is disbelief, meaning an act of disbelief. It's from the actions of the disbelievers. So if a Muslim fights another Muslim without justification, then this Muslim has resembled the disbelievers, those who actually fight against the Muslims. But the Prophet said, Sibab muslim fusuq, any verbal abuse of another Muslim is corruption. So the Prophet mentioned that the Muslim is one who other Muslims are safe from, his tongue. And the Prophet said, Allah mentioned tongue first, Because the majority of the harm That comes from one Muslim against another Muslim Is by way of the tongue Is done verbally And then the physical harm follows Or as mentioned The verbal harm comes first And then the physical harm Follows suit So being a Muslim It means that We do not harm one another, not verbally, not physically. We don't say bad things to one another. We don't harm each other's honor and integrity. We don't backbite. We don't slander. And this, again, we're speaking according to the general rule and general principle. There are exceptions to the rules at times. But this is not the place and time to go into those exceptions Generally speaking, a Muslim is not allowed to harm another Muslim Not verbally, nor physically And then the Prophet mentioned And the muhajir, the migrant Is the one who migrates away from that which Allah has prohibited Another narration the prophet he said al muslim man saliman muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadihi wal mu'min man aminahu nasu ala dimaihim wa amwalihim that the muslim is the one who other muslims are safe from his tongue and his hand and the believer is the one who the people trust that individual as it relates to their blood and their property So again, the Muslim does not harm the people. First and foremost, the Muslim does not harm another Muslim. And secondly, the Muslim does not harm non-Muslims without any justification. Without any justification. Because a Muslim is one who is just a Muslim is one who respects the boundaries of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah, He made it prohibited for the Muslim to violate the people with unjust killing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it prohibited for one to violate the people as it relates to their wealth even if the person is not a Muslim. And as a side point, every mu'min is a Muslim. So when the Prophet mentioned, when mu'min, man ala dima'ihim wa amwalihim, this is speaking about the Muslim, that the believer is the one who the people, they feel safe from this individual. They can trust this individual as it relates to their blood and their property, meaning they trust that this individual is not going to cross the line. He's not going to violate and kill them unjustly. He's not going to violate and take away their wealth because this is from the characteristics of Islam. And this is from the characteristics of faith. Another description of the Muslim the Muslim is a person who is patient. The Prophet وسلم, he said, Al Muslim, either can a muhalitan nas, wa yasbiru ala adahum. Khairun min al Muslim, al la yuhalitu and nas, wa la yasbir ala adahu. The Prophet he said that the Muslim who mixes with the people and he is patient upon their harm, he is better than the Muslim who does not mix with the people and is not patient upon the harm of the people. We the people, we are the children of Adam. And every child of Adam makes mistakes. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned, bini Adam khatta, wa khairu All of the children of Adam, they make mistakes. They fall into sin and error. But the best of them are the ones who constantly turn to Allah in repentance. So understand when we mix with the people, there's going to be harm It comes with the territory So the Muslim who mixes with the people And is patient Upon the harm of the people Patient with the mistakes and faults of the people This Muslim is better than the Muslim Who does not mix with the people And is not patient Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He mentions فصبر كَمَا صَبَرَ. Therefore, be patient like those men of firm resolve from the messengers were patient. Meaning, be patient like the prophet Noah, who called the people to faith, called the people to worshiping Allah for 950 years. Patience. Be patient like the prophet Abraham, who called his people and specifically his immediate family members to worship Allah alone and to believe correctly and to leave off the worship of the idols and to leave off the worship of the creation. He was patient upon their rejection and patient upon the harm that they tried to harm him with. His father had threatened to stone him to death if he doesn't stop calling to la ilaha illallah. If he doesn't stop calling to none has the right to be worshiped except for Allah, his father threatened to kill him. But this did not break the resolve of the prophet Abraham. He was truly a Muslim. And he was patient upon the harm of his people. Be patient like the prophet Moses who had to go in the face of the greatest tyrant known to the people at that time and call him to la ilaha illallah and to release the children of Israel from bondage. And Musa alayhi salam, prophet Moses he had natural fear because of what the pharaoh was known to do of killing people unjustly. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthened him and commanded him to move forward and reassured him that he was with him and his brother Aaron, or Harun as we say in the, in the Arabic language or we say Harun. The prophet Moses was patient and facing the Pharaoh. And then after that, the prophet Moses was patient upon the harm he received from Bani Israel, the children of Israel. Did not break his resolve. Be patient like the prophet Jesus, who from birth was called an illegitimate child, a bastard child, whose mother was slandered and described as being a whore. The prophet Jesus was patient upon calling the children of Israel to lie la and calling them to follow the revelation of Allah and to believe in Him. Even in face of the slanders and the false accusations. Even in the face of the attempt on his life. As we believe in Islam that the prophet Jesus was not crucified. Rather his likeness was placed upon someone else and he, Jesus, was raised up to the heavens. And he, Jesus, will return again. And lastly, be patient like Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And may the peace and blessings of Allah Be upon all the Prophets and Messengers Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Called his people to la ilaha illallah Similar to the previous Prophets and Messengers And he was rejected by the majority of the society Even though Prior to him becoming a prophet and messenger, he was considered to be the best of the people. They named him al Amin, the trustworthy one. But once he started to call the people, after becoming a prophet and messenger, once he started to call them to that which went against their desires and went against their customs, and when against the ways of old, the people began to combat him and slander him and try to ridicule him and harm him even physically. And the Prophet Muhammad, wa sallam, he was patient. And the Prophet Muhammad, he migrated to Medina after spending 13 years in Mecca. And still, with him migrating to Medina, The threat was there. But the Prophet his resolve was not broken and he remained patient. So we have beautiful examples of patience when dealing with people and the Prophets and the Messengers and how they dealt with the people. So the Muslim who mixes with the people and is patient upon their harm, he's better than the Muslim who does not mix with the people and is not patient upon their harm. Another narration as it relates to who the Muslim is. The Prophet, sallallahu alayhi he establishes that the Muslim is one who is a brother to his. Muslim brother or sister and likewise the female muslim is a sister to her muslim sister and brother the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said al muslim akhul muslim la yadhlimuhu wa la yuslimuhu wa man kana fi hajati akhi kana fi hajatihi the muslim is the brother of the Muslim. He doesn't oppress him, he doesn't surrender him to harm, and the Muslim is the one who is at the aid and he fulfills the need of his Muslim brother, or whoever I should say, whoever is at the aid and the need and fulfills the need of his Muslim brother Allah will be at his aid and Allah will be there for his need. So the Muslim, first and foremost, is a brother and sister to another Muslim. Allah, he mentions in the Quran, Indeed, the believers are nothing but brothers to one another. I mean, brothers and brothers and sisters. The Muslim man is a brother to the Muslim man. The Muslim man is a brother to the Muslim woman. The Muslim woman is a sister to the Muslim woman. The Muslim woman is a sister to the Muslim man. We are brothers and sisters to one another. And we are the allies of one another. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions Describing the relationship between the Muslims And again, this is extremely important Because everything in the Quran is mentioned for a reason And there is wisdom behind that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Qur'an And everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Qur'an As it relates to the guidance and the direction It is upon us It is upon us to implement that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has commanded us with and directed us to And this is for our own benefit This is for our own benefit When we practice that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us to practice in the Quran We are the ones who benefit from that Our practice of Islam, it does not benefit Allah Please remember this our practice of Islam does not benefit Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any shape, form, or fashion. If we decide we want to be criminals and we want to turn away from faith, that does not harm Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we decide that we want to be righteous people and we want to do that which Allah has commanded us to do, then this does not benefit Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any way, but the benefit, it comes back to us. The benefit comes back to us. Barak Allah So whatever we find in the Quran from the commandments, the prohibitions, the directives, this is for our benefit, brothers and sisters. And we should never allow anything to stand in our way as it relates to practicing the Quran. Never let anything get in your way as it relates to your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And I say this because in this day and time we are faced with so much trials and tribulations We are faced with so many distractions that stand in the way of us reaching our full potential as Muslims. We have to overcome those hurdles and those obstacles. We have to stop allowing things to get in the way of the brotherhood and the sisterhood. Because together upon the truth we are stronger, together as a community, we can achieve more and establish more of goodness. So when it comes to being Muslims, we have to maintain that brotherhood and sisterhood. Allah, he mentioned, وَالْمُؤْمِنُونَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ بعدهم أولياء Allah, he mentions the believing men and the believing women And we already covered that the believer is the, is the Muslim The believing men and the believing women, they are the allies of one another They are the friends and the protectors of one another They enjoin that which is good and forbid that which is evil, and they establish the prayer. And they give the zakat, and they obey Allah and his messenger. Those are the ones whom Allah, he has mercy upon them. Indeed Allah is almighty and all wise. This is the foundation and The formula as it relates to the brotherhood and the sisterhood of Islam. We are the friends and the protectors of one another. Being a Muslim means that we are a friend to another Muslim. We are the protector of the others from amongst the Muslims. We don't harm one another, as the Prophet mentioned. We don't oppress one another and we don't harm one another. Rather, we are at the aid and the support of one another. As the Prophet وسلم, he mentioned, Allaha Fi auni Indeed, Allah is at the aid of the servant. As long as the servant is at the aid of his brother. So, as long as we help one another and support one another upon that which is good, not evil. As Allah subhanahu wa wa ta'ala, He mentions, cooperate and help one another upon righteousness and piety, and do not help one another or cooperate upon sin and transgression. So, we aid and help one another upon that which is good. And as long as we are aiding and helping one another, and this is the Muslim thing to do, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will aid us and He will help us. So the Muslim is the one who aids and supports the other Muslims and has an alliance and loyalty for the other Muslims upon that which is good. Not that which is evil. The Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he mentioned some things that are important to be mentioned, so as not to. Leave the door open to that which can destroy the brotherhood and sisterhood, and there are things mentioned in the Quran. As Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentioned, Ya ayuha aladina amanu la yascharu kaumum min kaum, asa ain yakuunu khaira minhum, wa la nisaa min nisaa, asa ain yakuun khaira min hunna. وَلَا تَلْمِزُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ وَلَا تَنَابَزُوا بِالْأَلْقَابِ الْفُخْسُوكُ بَعْدَ الْإِيمَانِ وَمَنْ لَمْ يَتُوبْ هُمُ الظالمون. All you who believe, do not let one people make mockery of another people. This is a part of being a Muslim. We don't make mockery of other Muslims. We don't belittle other Muslims no let no people make mockery of another people perhaps the ones who are being made mockery of are better than the ones who are doing the mocking and let no group of women scoff and make mockery of another group of women and the scholars mentioned that Allah mentioned the woman specifically after mentioning the people because this is a characteristic you normally find amongst the women. Them talking down and making mockery of other women. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Perhaps the women who are being made mockery of are better than those women who are making the mockery. And do not call each other by offensive nicknames and belittle one another. Right? Or don't belittle one another or call each other by offensive nicknames. Indeed, evil it is, the name of corruption after faith. And whoever doesn't repent, then those are the wrongdoers. So we find in the Quran prohibitions in place and the wisdom behind the prohibition is the preservation of the brotherhood and sisterhood in Islam. Because one makes mockery of another, that's going to cause enmity and hatred. It's going to break the friendship, break the brotherhood and sisterhood. The Prophet he said, La the Prophet ﷺ said no Muslim should sell over the sale of his brother Meaning that if your brother is involved in a business transaction It is not allowed for you to butt into that business transaction And try to undercut your brother Or to take away your brother's business as he is involved in the transaction And let no Muslim place his proposal over the proposal of his brother If your Muslim brother has proposed to a woman and she has accepted the proposal It's not befitting for the Muslim to come behind and now, as they say, throw his kufi in the ring No, respect that which is there Because if you go and do that, and let's just say the sister agrees now and leaves the first brother and goes to the second brother, what do you think is going to be in the heart of that brother against his brother? What do you think is going to be in the heart of that Muslim businessman who's striving to earn halal earnings and then his his Muslim brother comes and undercuts him? This is going to lead to enmity and hatred. So the Prophet, wasalam, he prohibited the Muslim from harming his brother in any shape, form, or fashion. And specifically here, undercutting one's brother and disrespecting one's brother's potential marriage The Prophet وسلم, he mentioned in describing the relationship between the Muslim and other Muslims Amin walaka be mithl The Prophet وسلم, he mentioned the prayer of the Muslim for his Muslim brother. And of course, this includes the woman, a Muslim sister for her Muslim sister. Outside of their presence, meaning you are praying for your Muslim brother or sister outside of the presence of your Muslim brother or sister, the prophet said that that prayer is answered. So from the behavior of the Muslim with another Muslim is that we pray for our Muslim brothers and sisters outside of their presence. We don't forget our Muslim brothers and sisters, especially those of our Muslim brothers and sisters who are suffering and being persecuted around the world in places like China, and our Muslim brothers who are being oppressed and suffering in places like Palestine. And other than that, and other than those places, we pray for our Muslim brothers and sisters, because the Muslims, we are like one body. So the Prophet said right, he was telling me, said that prayer is answered. That prayer is answered. So never stop praying for your Muslim brother and sister. As the Prophet, he mentioned, at the head of the Muslim who is praying for his or her Muslim brother or sister, there is an angel that has been entrusted to that person. Every time the person makes du'a, supplicates for his brother or sister, with that which is good, and this is the key thing, with that which is good, the angel who is entrusted to him, he says, I mean, so be it. Well, be myth and for you the same. The Muslim is the one. who is content and pleased with that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him the prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi he mentioned qad aflaha man aslama قَدَ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ Successful is the one who has accepted Islam. SubhanAllah. Successful is the one who has accepted Islam. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions in the Quran, qadda aflaha al Successful indeed are the believers. And then Allah begins to mention the characteristics of the believers. So, qadda aflaha man aslama. The one who has accepted Islam, he is successful. Why is the Muslim successful? Because the Muslim is traversing upon the straight path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And that path leads to paradise All paths do not lead to paradise Only one path leads to paradise and that is Islam So Qadda aflaha man aslama Successful indeed is the one who has accepted Islam وَرُزِقَ كَفَافًا And he has been provided with that which is sufficient He has been provided with that which is sufficient. And Allah makes him content with that which He has given him. Islam, sufficient provisions, contentment with that which Allah has provided the individual with These are the characteristics of the Muslim The Muslim is upon the path of success The Muslim is practicing the ways of success The Muslim is upon the successful religion the successful way of life we hear in the Adhan, Hayya ala salah, hayya ala salah, hayya ala falah, hayya ala falah. The Muslim hears in the call of prayer, come to the prayer, hayya ala salah, come to the prayer, hayya ala salah, come to the prayer. And then what comes after that? Hayya ala falah, come to the success al Come to the success. Why? This order. Because through our practice, through our faith, through our good deeds, comes the success. So successful is the one who accepts Islam. And he is given provisions that are sufficient for him. And Allah, he makes him content. This is the true richness, self-contentment. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, لَيْسَ الْغِنَىٰ وَلَكِنْ الْغِنَىٰ غِنَىٰ النَّفْسِ Richness is not having a lot of material possessions. However, richness is having a soul that is content. Well, the richness of the soul and the self-contentment. Inshallah, Taala, we will stop at this point, and hopefully, there will be another session or sessions in relation to who is the Muslim. And we will cover different aspects of the mentioning of the Muslim in the Quran and the sunnah and the mentioning of the mu'min, the believer in the Quran and the sunnah bi ta'ala. Whatever is correct, the praise is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And whatever is incorrect, it is from myself. wa subhanaka Ashadu an la ilaha ila anta, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Jazakum Allah khayrin.
0: alhamdulillah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward my dear friend and noble brother Abu Yusuf Khalifa for this tremendous lecture in which he has given. All of us are in need of it. All of us should concern ourselves with trying our best to live up to those characteristics that are mentioned inside of the book in the Sunnah as relates to how we all should be. May Allah Ta'ala reward him tremendously and reward and bless his family tremendously. Listen, if you gain any benefit from this episode, then I ask that you please consider subscribing to the channel and or following the podcast, wherever it is, you may get your podcast May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward each and every one of you tremendously and bless you all tremendously. Ila until the next time, astawdirakumullah wa salamun alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh